Tres años. But yeah. So, uh, three years ago today, we released our first episode. Three motherfucking years ago. Nigga, I made the mistake of going to listen to the first episode. Oh, no. <laughs> I got about 10 minutes in and I was like, uh-oh. Never go back to the start. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> the content was always good. We we're pretty much the exact same people we were when we started. Yeah. But who the sound we sound so much better. Are we just a little bit more refined now? I th- we came out the gate pretty much kicking it the same way we are now. Mm-hmm. It's just we're we're older. Yeah. We've become our a- actual selves. What a difference 3 years makes though. I know. Like I thought I was grown then, but I look back now, I'm like, no, I totally, like, I'm a grown-ass man now. Yeah. This shit's wild. Three years ago, I was living in a one-bedroom apartment with a hound dog. Not talking to not one of a soul. (laughs) Three years, I was uh, working my ass off between two jobs, making good-ass money. Um... I definitely was making more money then than I am now. Yeah. But I have have way better peace of mind. Yeah. And I have become my true self. Yeah. And I can be my true self on and off this podcast because I don't have the need to feel like I am being a celebrity. Mm Mm-hmm. I was reading up on uh, imposter syndrome yeah. The other day, and I was trying to figure out if I was suffering from that. And I feel like, not fully, but definitely, I got a little bit of it. I used to have a real problem with imposter syndrome. I uh, I still suffer from it a little bit, but now I, now I don't feel like I'm a little kid wearing uh, grown-up body clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a... I guess a merger of my true self and my identity. The id, if you will, and the super id have become one. Yeah. Mm, okay. Do you understand? Do you understand? What is it? The the id, the ego, and the, the super id? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yo. Yo. We got I degrees. already know. I'm knowing. I'm knowing. We got degrees, nigga, even though we ain't used to that shit in real life. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Three years makes a big difference. Uh, what was I finna say? We recorded over Wendy's uh, office. Yep, up in the attic. That was low-key a dope-ass space. Though. It really was. The acoustics in that bitch lit. Only thing was, it was right there next to the street. So you if anybody was horn honking. <laughs> you, I remember we used to pick up conversations outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we like, yo, what the fuck? We definitely did. But if we had these mics... Like then, man, we would have been sounding crispy. Oh, but I mean, we could, we can't start off. We can't start off swinging with the good shit. Then you know what would we have to work towards? It is definitely fun to look back and be like, I remember recording this. <laughs> like it literally feels like we were babies, nigga. For like the first like five episodes, I didn't realize we were only recording with one microphone. Yeah. The other one was definitely not on. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember when like, I figured it out, and you were like, what What did you do? And I was like, I have no idea. 
have And more. I definitely couldn't offer no help. Shit, I still can't offer no help. So I was like in this bitch just struggling. Like I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And then Quentin would help me like as much as he could. Like from all the way in California, he'd be like, Well, did you do this? Did you do this? Like, I don't know. He's like, It's all right, man. It's- <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> Ooh, bless us. Bless us, bless us. But yeah. Yo, that first episode got like 500 listens, though. Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) They heard us at our worst. Yuck. I feel like we have grown, though, so much. We have. Since that first epi. Ooh, yeah, we have. Um, And then, you know, it's also like a full circle moment because if y'all listened to the last... 20 episodes you realize that we lost an important element of our podcast because I misplaced it but guess what bitch <laughs> we bet that turned all the way up so y'all can feel the full power ahem <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, do you do you feel any different than you felt three years ago? Yeah, Uh, more ways than one. I, like I said, I feel like myself. I, I feel okay in my skin, Mm -hmm. way more. I'm not trying to be cool. Which I guess is the best way of being cool. Where you just know yourself. Um this doesn't seem like as hard. I trust me and you more. Yeah. Than I definitely trusted myself back then. Yeah. And then I trust the process more. Man, we have had some really deep ass therapy sessions in this bitch. <laughs> I know. know. We done cried. I know. Ooh, Lord have mercy. (laughs) If y'all only knew how deep some of these, like, ooh. And then, like, when I tweeted the other day that we've done, like, this is a 158th episode. That's a lot. Most of those sessions were at least three hours long. Yeah. And honestly, like, measuring up, to a lot of other podcasts right now that are like us. We got a body of work on us now. Like, we dragging a wagon out here. Right. <laughs> now, about 30 of those are completely unlistenable. No, they're not completely unlistenable. I'm just hard on myself. You are. I'm not. I'm just like, we out here. <laughs> People know us for who, who we are, and they keep coming back. So, I'm I'm also surprised at people that actually enjoy it. Because it's not one group of people. If you understand or if you overstand, it's a diverse audience. And we thank everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. And definitely if you bought merch. Like McLeod has bought almost everything in our store. <laughs> That's what's up. Shout out to McLeod. I ain't seen that nigga in a minute. And then Tara bought two sweatshirts from us a couple weeks ago. Ooh. Okay. 
So yeah, shout out. To oh everybody. yeah, she did because I sent her the link. Shout out to everybody though. Supported, shouted us out. Everything. We still out here grinding. I don't know if I thought we would have been doing this shit three years down the line. I was like, me neither. I definitely thought I was moving to Nashville two summers ago. Yeah, and that was the other thing. I was like, man, I can't make them be in Huntsville in three years. Even though I was trying to, like, I, w- I was like, yo, bro, you could go to Nashville or you could wait till Huntsville got cool and yeah. you could be that nigga in Huntsville. Yeah, you did say that. You're like, I don't know if I'm trying to wait. Like, bro, listen, <laughs> we can do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, every, you ain't niggas out here. It's, it's, fuck it. I'm. I'll pat myself on the fucking back. I'll pat you on the back too. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody doing this shit like us. Mm, I mean, yeah. nope, but you can't do it like me. Nope, nope but you can't do it like me. <laughs> but, yo, and that's good or bad. I mean, <laughs> it's funny though. People enjoy us saying ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. That should be going in though. One day, they, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a knock on the door and be like, <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. Oh, <laughs> um, and then you used this one last week, and I forgot it was on the soundboard. He needs some milk. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one Stop of them. It. Get some help. Yeah, I always use that one. One of them was on Dram's new album. Which one? Damn, son. <laughs> That is a classic hip hop one too. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't fucking with that. Shut the fuck up! I ain't asking you to fuck, fuck with it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. my motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Not something they. Mate, this is some professional life. In this, this in is different areas. <laughs> this ain't no homemade. <laughs> that's how it's sound. like. If you go back and listen to our first episode compared to this, that's how uh, this shit sound like. It's not something they <laughs> make. This is some professional life. Yeah. And this, this is in different areas. Straight up. That's this ain't no homemade. What else we got? We're adults. <laughs> <laughs> no more fan favorite. I ain't saying hi. I ain't saying. I ain't doing. What did you say, nigga? <laughs> See, if you know, you know anything about your choppers, seven energies. <laughs> That go from the base of your spine <laughs> up to the pineal gland, pineal. up to the um cerebral brain. <laughs> then you would know when Moses split the Red Sea, oh God. and the water raised on this side, and the water raised on this side. Ooh. He put the staff in the middle, which is the spine, <laughs> and the Kundalini energy is the pingala, the masculine energy, and the Ida, the feminine energy. The electrical energy that goes up the chakras to ignite the pineal gland, which when Moses was at the top of the mountain, he spoke to a burning bush. If you know anything about your pineal gland, it's shaped like like a a burning burning bush. bush. I just want to know what dose of DMT was that. That shit was busting. (laughs) Oh, man, I missed the soundboard. (laughs) Niggas get 
give me heebie-jeebies. I miss the soundboard. I am back. <laughs> what it do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Ooh, memories on that one. <laughs> we wore that thing out for one person. Double cheeked up. <laughs> Thursday afternoon. Hella ass. The sun is still out, my nigga. And it, uh, it was just. It, it, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you were fucking. You were fucking witch. Best oh, I'm, I'm not a witch. Oh, you were fucking witch. Hey. Oh shit, what's going on? Hold on. I'm Girl, definitely a witch. She a witch? A witch. It you wicked bitch. It has witch. been confirmed. Oh witch ass. No, don't believe him. I heard witch somebody ass. was a witch. Bitch. Hey, what's going hey. on? Hey. Hey. Crazy. Witch. One of you bitches is a witch. Bitch, witch. <laughs> oh, witch. My auntie was a witch. You know, uh, it's ridiculous how many times we talked about witches on this, where <laughs> we can use that all the time. Out of pocket for that shit. <laughs> what was my last? What, uh, what was my newest confirmation of being a witch? What was going on? I got my period on some like day. Oh, it's the supermoon. Yeah. This is damn shame. I know your period's good. <laughs> <laughs> we. <laughs> continue, oh great niggerology. That's another thing too, though. Is like people still be like shocked that we are best friends, like completely shocked. Like, like, that's my nigga, man. What the fuck are you talking about? Bro? That's that's the homie. <laughs> Grew up with this dude. What? Right. We see each other once yes, a week at sir. least. <laughs> at least yes, last week we saw each other what, twice. Damn, nigga. Goddamn, get to shooting, bitch. Get your goddamn gun out, bitch, because I'm ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> you in the hood now, baby. I just added that one. <laughs> and I added this one. These white men are dangerous. Yes. <laughs> I know that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is my faith. <laughs> I don't stay in the projects anymore. I'm not a project baby anymore. I'm a suburbs kid. I'm a suburban. What? <laughs> it's Kodak, but. Damn, I want to see other niggas. Damn, I want to see other niggas. <laughs> baby boy. Oh, man. There was doo doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. Ooh. Ooh. And then this is the last one to add it. We gotta transition that shit. Like, what you doing? <laughs> Let's motherfucking go. That's for you, my nigga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's my shit. But yeah. Oh, I forgot to do my favorite one also. <laughs> the most used one. Yo, but yeah, three years in, gang, 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 motherfucking gang. Thought we weren't gonna make it this far? Can't stop. 
won't stop. I used to pray for times like this. To grind like this. <laughs> Bro. Oh my God. Like, why is Meek Mill like the dumbest person alive? <laughs> and he be so loud. Like, Bro. strong and wrong, my nigga. Uh, like it's just so many stupid ass people. Like Lyra, uh, what's her name? Lyra. Oh yeah. Okay. Let me let's get into that because I completely missed it, and um, all I saw, I had to trace it back because <laughs> I saw one girl's response to her tweet, and then I had to go back and actually like go through the thread. I've been having to do that a lot lately. Yeah, the Twitter research is <laughs> really extensive. I know. <laughs> Like I'll see like memes of the, the like third generation of the meme of a tweet that happened this morning. It'd be like, it's like so like what is it's going- so meta that I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Twitter things evolve on Twitter so quickly <laughs> that you really have to go back and do research. But um, no, I only went back to the one where she was saying something like. Stop playing with me. Like, I'm not just pretty. I was top whatever in high school. And everybody was like, ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. Everybody was like, bitch, you 28 years old, 27, 28, talking about high school. Like, get out of here. Never a good sign. Get out of here. One second. Beautiful. But yeah. All right. So apparently, here we go. <laughs> where is it? She said something. I didn't even bother to bookmark. I was like, somebody going. I'm a. I'm a flesh it out naturally. <clears throat> Let me see. I'm drinking iced sangria through a straw in a Jack's cup. <clears throat> If that's not suburban, <laughs> I don't know what he is. That shit classy. <laughs> a classy lady. <laughs> Where is it? I bookmarked some of my shit. Um, all right, so essentially, <clears throat> let me see where if I can search it. Okay, <laughs> this is the tweet that started all of it. I don't know why, but this is still up. <laughs> okay, yeah, why is it still up? I didn't think it would be up because you know anybody would sense everybody would delete. delete. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody would sense. So Lyra Mercer, y'all be y'all be real and Frank, y'all be real and Frank was deaf and blind. <laughs> So <laughs> I don't how do uh, but anyway <laughs> so then somebody was like Anne Frank uh no she was a Jewish girl hidden in a secret annex during World War II who was famous for her diary you're thinking of Helen Keller and then Somebody commented on that. Nah, babe, that's Kiki Palmer. Like the old tweet. 
<laughs> Twitter is a different place, bro. What is wrong with this? <laughs> so, yeah. That's why Anne Frank was trending. Bro, my ankle is like swollen and I don't know why. I heard it. Get old. You see that shit? Yeah. Damn. Cooper, move. What are you doing? Cooper. What's up, kid? I think it's just from having a sit-down job. Yeah. After having a fucking stand-up job. Ooh, my. That'll do it. Body been through it. Anyway. But yeah. So all yesterday, I just kept seeing Air Frank material. I was like, why the fuck is everybody talking about Air Frank and Helen Keller? Right. What's going on here? And then about nine o'clock last night, I tweeted, I was like, that's why y'all were talking about Air Frank. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I'm still not finna research. I'ma just let it come to me. So uh Bird was like, uh Lear's dumbass. I was like, yeah. He was like, uh, you watch Game of Thrones, right? I was like, yeah, I've watched it. He was like, she named her daughter uh, Khaleesi. She did. And then when people were saying Jakaris, she was like. She didn't understand. <laughs> like, what the fuck? My girl, are you a fan or are you not? I know. But, uh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah, Twitter's been weird. <laughs> like, what was it? It was one last week. I had to go through like 30 tweets to figure out what started it. What was it? I can't even remember now. Because so much shit be going on on Twitter all the time. Was it the Kevin Samuel shit? No. It, it was something tied to that. Was it some more Dr. Umar shit? I feel like ever since that Derek Jackson shit broke, we've been arguing about these <laughs> Twitter. We've I mean, been arguing about a lot. This has been the most divisive month that we've ever had. <laughs> we just been also, you know, these fuck niggas, and then I'll agree with some of really these fuck the, niggas. Uh, the whole year, not even the month, because it started off earlier this year. Yeah, because um, we had, we ended up have we had the whole debate about the first date shit, and then there was another post like that about. Do you see that the yeah. woman with her husband? Yeah, wearing the dress. It looked like they were on vacation. And the caption was all like, you know, she's with her. She has a man now. Like, what's the point of her even wearing this outfit when she has a man? And I'm like, damn, y'all really don't like for women to wear shit. Like, and I'm not even on that wave, which I call hell the last two weeks. But did you? I didn't catch as much hell as I should have. But look, <laughs> I don't think you did. I only call hell for people I respect this. Like Markham, fuck you, Markham. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you didn't catch hell. He just said that he didn't fully agree. <laughs> I um, it's Steph. I ain't gonna say fuck Steph. <laughs> Please do not want to see her. That. <laughs> That's the homie. Markham's the homie too. That's a little big bro. But nah, uh, I was just. For the third week in a row, I was only talking about for first date context. <laughs> like that that picture with uh the girl and her husband. I ain't got no problem with that shit. That's your boo. Yeah. Like lifetime boo. Right. You can wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. And that nigga gonna beat the shit out of whoever say something. Hey, that's how it should be. Facts. But uh yeah, it's been all this it's so much divisive man versus women shit that I'm starting to think it's gotta be set up. <laughs> 
And I'm not even conspiracy theory ass nigga. People just want to fucking argue. And we've been saying that for years. People just want some shit to argue about. Like everybody just want to be right. And it's just like, damn, we keep saying to people that you have the right to your own opinion. And the right to be wrong. But people still just fight to be right. And it's just like, you don't have to be right. You can express how you feel about something without it being validated or you should be able to do that like why does everybody look for so much validation and and concurrence because it's never just okay to be wrong people want to prove that you're the dumbest human being alive because you disagree with them not not anything we talked about but like online in general I'm trying to remember what was the one I had to go through like 30 tweets because I was like what the fuck happened it started because like somebody what was it it started because something happened and then Somebody was like, uh, they started talking about somebody's kids. Bitches be gold diggers, don't want to take my last name, but want assets. And it was this. The girl was roasted. Those are niggas' assets. <laughs> An old charger. <laughs> A Xbox. A, go- A fake gold chain. <laughs> and some Air Force Ones. And so then, then went to... No, said assets be children y'all use for government assistance. If y'all take his last name, you can't get welfare in most states. Y'all not slick. That's not true. Where that's another thing too is like niggas just be making up nigga yep. laws. Like yep. somebody tell them one thing. It, once again, it's another example. It's just another bad game of broken telephone mm-hmm. where somebody either overheard something or. They took something out of context and they just started spewing out bullshit. So it just kept going on and on. And then eventually it got, this is the first tweet I saw, mind you. I could, this is the first tweet I saw. Uh, Somebody was like, it's always the most undesirable man. It never fails. He said, I could really kill you right now by showing you a picture of me and my bitch. And then he showed a picture of his chick. And he said, laugh out loud, big niggas get bad bitch dummy. And then the girl was the girl was not ugly. But when people looked at the picture, they I got on Twitter that morning and Ryan Gosling was trending. And I was like, why the fuck is Ryan Gosling trending? And then I saw that. Oh no. Why is Twitter like this? <laughs> <laughs> the niggas were roasting her so bad. <gasps> All because this nigga got on Twitter <clears throat> talking shit. And she wasn't ugly. She was not. And she caught all the strays just because she happened to look like Ryan Dawson. Poor thing. Poor thing. Dump Bless him. Her heart. Dump him. <laughs> Bless her heart. 
Baby girl, dump him. <laughs> That shit was wild, bro. Um, but yeah, I had to go through like 30 tweets. Mm-hmm. And by the time I found the tweet that got there, everybody else was like, Woo, I never thought I'd get to the tweet that started it. Cause it was like the conversation kept changing. It's like, what is these niggas talking about? Whatever the hell they want to. Speaking of niggas and whatever the hell they want to talk about. Uh-oh. <laughs> so apparently. Some of our villains from our last couple's, couple of episodes have started to throw strays at each other. Uh-oh. So Villains. So, alleged Dr. Umar Johnson got on Instagram live today. <laughs> I missed it. I'm sorry, this is still looping. I was like... <laughs> Like, I'm gonna have to cut all this shit. She playing the whole fucking song. Nah, I hate that uh Instagram does that. <clears throat> okay. So on Instagram live, alleged Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> Not alleged. <laughs> <laughs> uh was uh walking around the alleged future campus at the Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey Academy. Oof. That's a fucking mouthful. I know. Niggas always like to add words on words on words. F-D-M-G. Um, so he was walking around and, you know, he was just having his random Twitter moments talking all this shit. And then he started giving a little commentary About some of the people that are out here talking. Amusement. Even for amusement. Even for amusement, the black woman should never subject herself to another man's condemnation. And what- Oh, okay. Full context. Please. Because um, it was an hour-long thing. My bad. Um, so, he was talking about how... He didn't say Kevin Samuels, but he's talking about women that would go on some of these. Uh, he called them YouTube beta male YouTubians, <laughs> which is the greatest fucking word ever. Put that on a T-shirt. I know. I was like, that is genius because I love the word Yakubian. <laughs> yeah, and to make YouTubian, yeah. I'm like, okay, I that, knew that was that, right up your. <laughs> I was like, that is a fucking bar. Oh shit! So it started. Let me let me let me do the real way I'm supposed to do this shit. Be an actual podcaster. <laughs> so the first thing that happened is on IG, he added a picture, you know, one of those caption pictures, and then true Dr. Umar form was in the red, black, and green. There is a growing beta male Yaku, I mean, YouTubian <laughs> community that is creating a sector 
dedicated to slandering and uh, criticizing black women who don't emulate Eurocentric standards of beauty and success. Unfortunately, many sisters have become prey for these coons due to unconscious need for male validation. Black women, you don't need a man to validate your worth. Next. Wait so then that that's the full context of the assessment is superficial brothers and sisters okay the black woman should never subject herself to another man's condemnation and what makes the condemnation so ridiculous for me it's mostly superficial most of the assessment is superficial brothers and sisters it's superficial you weigh too much you don't have the right body type. You don't have enough education. You don't make enough money. This is European standards. This isn't African. That's not who we are. <clears throat> and black women are subjecting themselves for this because they want a black man so bad to publicly validate them. They're taking a chance at being totally humiliated because they're so thirsty to have a black man publicly validate them. That's why you're doing this, black woman. See, I want you to understand and understand and overstand. Yes. The same reason yes. you go on these YouTube and beta males <sighs> life coaching platforms. The same Ooh, reason you go Jesus. on these the verbiage and beta male so-called life coaching platforms is the same reason you stay in abusive relationships. It's the same reason black women stay in abusive relationships. It's the same reason black <laughs> women stay. Why do black women stay in a relationship where she's being exploited sexually, emotionally, or financially? It, he goes on and on. I'm sure. <laughs> I am very sure of that. Um... Never thought I'd say this. Hate to say it. Hope it don't sound ridiculous. He see, he was kind of right. You thought you felt. I was gonna say you felt tied to that. That is, I mean, I'm going back and forth on all this shit. Broken clocks are right twice a day. <laughs> so sometimes he who should not be mentioned, who is I'm never. I don't want to say his name anymore. Uh, Ks. Uh, because he might be the devil. But look, he's right about some things, but wrong about a whole lot of other shit. Hmm. Umar is right about some things, like we talked about last week, but wrong on a whole lot of other shit. The broken clock was right this time because all the clips that do go viral are of uh homie saying some crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's all superficial, which I think is funny now that black women on Twitter have been running that nigga for the last couple of weeks, all on superficial shit. Be like, this is the nigga y'all listen to? <laughs> is this your king? <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted that the other day. Nobody liked it, though. It's fine. <laughs> that nigga been getting slander from everybody. It's fine. But it's because he, he brought this shit on himself. He did. And... I do think there is a level of Eurocentric beauty that he focuses on. And yeah, 
just like when he goes through the weight and he's like, you should only weigh 120 pounds. We're like, bro. Who did he say that to? This one woman that called, I think she was like 5'4". <laughs> and he was like, bro. And then she was like, I mean, I'm a black woman and we usually weigh more. He's like, see, that's the excuse. <sighs> Obesity in the black community has got so rampant that normal beauty sense. She was like, those are Eurocentric beauty sense. Oh, they're, 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 no, ma'am, they're everybody's beauty standards. You're just overweight. We have, I mean, we weigh more for other reasons, so it's not always fat. I'm five, four and a half. That's why I was like, this nigga's. And I am 180. This nigga. <laughs> I will never be 120. No. I can, I'm, I pray to God that I never hit 120. That means something is wrong. I ain't been 120 since I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> like, Everybody's body is different. That's why you, I mean, not to get too in depth with uh, uh, the body positivity movement, mm-hmm. but a lot of those things are set up to be discriminative to uh, people that tend to weigh more. Not gonna get into all these theories. Y'all can do the research. I've done the research. I don't feel like getting judged for, by you bum ass niggas though. <laughs> this shit is based on bullshit. It's just like when people be like a uh, standardized test of racist. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make that argument to people that don't understand it. So it's like I, they are. I just don't feel like explaining to you bum ass niggas why they are. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Some arguments I don't I you don't want to give. Yeah. Like I could argue them based on actual shit I know. All day, but arguing with this with certain people just ain't because people be based like uh earlier I was watching some shit. It's a diversion or whatever. But fuck it, who cares? Um Mark Lamont Hill had this guy on and uh, he's a black guy running in Georgia, and he's a black Republican. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying his first day he's going to get rid of critical race theory being taught in uh, public schools. So Mark Lamont Hill, who is who has a doctorate and is a well-known professor for many years, <clears throat> was talking to the guy. And Mark Lamont Hill was like, so what? Um, you say you're going to get rid of critical race theory. What does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. So guy was like, well, it means like, uh, it just, it just means different things to different people. It, uh, we were taught growing up that Columbus uh, found America. And then we, we found out that he was just lost. So it, you know, it just means different things. And then Mark Lamont Hill was like, that's, that's not critical race theory. Like, I'm really asking you, what does it mean? So, of course, this nigga got in his fucking feels. And was just all over the place getting emotional. I got this one ready. I got all these devices going left and right. Yeah, you do. You a real podcaster. I know. I'm potting, potting. 
PhDs from a dime a dozen. So, so because you have a PhD, you're an expert. But what county? No, I, I don't actually. So, so, yeah, actually, 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 PhD does make you an expert. Actually, actually, sir, what it says is that you walk around like you got a PhD, but you know what? You're you're just as dumb as two left shoes because because you're a PhD. Oh, 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 Y'all got y'all oh, y'all got to use mic. This is what I'm saying. And that's on the Black News called, Channel. We're not gonna name call on the show. I have not name called you, sir. You have come on the show. You're a Black Republican. I have not called you a name. I've not called you Uncle Tom. I've not called you a handkerchief pad. I've not called you a sambo. I've not called you a, a, a shine. I've not called you a hambone. So you're not gonna come on my show and call me dumb. What I will tell it's you that is that passive aggressive shade. <laughs> that that was perfect passive aggressive shade. I'm not <laughs> cause the, he spit that list out quick. Yeah, he said, I ain't gonna call you the no Uncle Tom. <laughs> a white handkerchief. <laughs> but yeah, people think because they feel some shit <clears throat> that, that that is just as equal as some shit that somebody knows. Mm-hmm. Or just because they present like they know it doesn't mean anything. Like so it's some things I, I won't even argue with these niggas about. Because it's like, bro, I ain't telling you what I feel. I'm telling you what I know, nigga. And it's just some shit. I When niggas just want to be right, those are the ones that you can't argue with. Yeah. And then the other thing is like some of these things, the only, well, not the only problem with social media. One of the biggest problems with social media is complex topics are discussed by stupid people. Yeah. Yeah. All these people are talking about critical race theory and how they want to get it out of public schools and all this stuff. You don't teach critical race theory before college. I studied critical race theory as an undergrad. I don't understand all that shit. I understand a lot of it. But that shit is complex. It's mostly talking about like the legal system and things like that. And how systematic oppression works. It's not talking about making white people feel bad for being white. Which is what all these people act like it means. Mm -hmm. That is not what critical race theory is. Mm -hmm. Now part of the issue is. A lot of niggas that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. (laughs) Have been saying shit. Acting like they're experts. Just because they black. Don't shake the table. (laughs) (laughs) Shook it. That ain't that's part of the issue too, but I mean, of course, you know, white supremacy. <laughs> but yeah, all so all of these things. It even goes down to like women or feminist critique. Some of the things that like have been introduced in the public are actual terms. Gaslighting is a clinical term. Mm-hmm. Toxic personalities are clinical terms. But because lay people have found them out, they wear the fuck out of these words. So people feel like this doesn't mean anything. If you tell me I'm, you're gaslighting me, it doesn't mean anything. Because people have abused the term. But they're real things. Yeah. Systematic oppression is real. Very valid. <laughs> um, I was listening to the tipping point earlier and they discussed how Tim Scott and Kamala Harris both within a week said that America isn't a racist country. One's a Republican, one's a Democrat. America's totally a racist country. But once again, I don't feel like discussing this with clear people. 
<laughs> Not clear people. <laughs> oh, shit. So, <laughs> it's certain things, you know, I just don't feel like discussing with them. So, it's like, I'm not going to... Uh, it it doesn't win me any points discussing this stuff with some people. So I choose not to just discuss it. Even on here, like we can discuss certain things because I know you know shit. So it's not going to be like the same thing as like I don't get in Twitter arguments anymore. It's all about validation, man. People just want to see how many people are going to like and retweet them to make them feel. Like they're right. That's it. I ain't with it. I ain't with validating you niggas. Yeah, fuck it. Now you know I, I fell down a little rabbit hole. I almost got caught up in what one, one uh, intelligent black woman on Twitter described as nig sales. <laughs> the black incels. <laughs> Who came up with this term? Uh, somebody I retweeted. She was like, I didn't create that term, but. Uh, all credit to African American women. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Kevin Samuels followers Nick Nick sells. <laughs> I think I saw that. I think I retweet. I might have retweeted. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did. And I was like, <laughs> "Is uh, it be so complex?" <laughs> I was I, like, "This look like some shit that I don't got time for right now." <laughs> I know. Like sometimes I be alley ooping stuff to my timeline just to see if somebody else takes it and runs. And it'd be working a lot, which I love. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do. I don't like getting like retweets, but I like uh, either retweeting something that somebody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I enjoy being that person on the timeline. So I know there's some people to be reading it. like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you. It's for the next person. <laughs> It's for who it's for. Right. That's it. What God has for me, <laughs> it is for me. That's what Twitter is. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be for whoever the fuck it's going to be for. <laughs> whoever pick it up, whoever catch it, it's for you. That's also how this podcast is. If it's for you, it's for you. Straight up. Can't hold your hand, my nigga. It is what it is. Right. K Sarah, Sarah, my nigga. <laughs> I had to get the soundboard back up I can't believe we got the soundboard back We did I like Man I really thought that nigga Thomas Glenn stole it I ain't gonna lie I was I was dead set Like he, he definitely stole that shit You were making me believe it at some point I was like damn That is some shit Thomas would do though He went off for all my topics. Um, what did I? Did we go off mine? I can't remember because no, I'll be out here. Uh, also, Kim has been on the street team of Drums' new project. Go ahead, tell him about your boo. Plug it. <laughs> oh my God. So, Drama, if you're listening, I'm like your number one fan, bro. Like, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> uh, nah, man, that nigga dropped some 
fire. You are loud. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped some motherfucking heat this week. It was late because it was supposed to come out on the 21st. I was anticipating all the fucks out of it. And then I saw that he wanted to wait and push it back to the date of his mom's uh, death anniversary. I don't know how you say that mm-hmm. in a political correct way, but that's what it is. I think you got it good. Um, so, yeah, he pushed it back to the 29th. And I already peeped game because he dropped, you know, he gave us a little sneak peek and he dropped um, exposure, the lay down with her. And um, later on, he added cooking with grease on there. And then there was like seven more tracks that were going to complete the album. But those three, those three were enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, like this is going to be. It like this is the summertime night vibes with your boo album. Like this is this is the sunset album. Like I cannot describe. I can't describe it. Like it's so. It's R and B, but it's also kind of like funk. Yeah, it's funky. Uh, it's kind of bluesy a little bit, a little bit electric, a little yeah, electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, little house, little house. But it's very different for him. Yeah, to make an entire album like this. <laughs> like I feel like on most of his albums, he has like a little bit of a conglomerate, if you will, of um, <laughs> of sounds and different, just you know, styles of music. But this one, I feel like he dedicated to, like, togetherness and relationship shit. And I don't know, man. This shit, It's just fire. Like, he comes out the gate with Summer Walker on the intro. I really thought that was Erica. But I did, too. Like, me. she was giving hardcore Erica vibes. I was like, okay, Erica. But then I was like, oh, shit. This is Summer? Eric. Not that not that summer doesn't ever sound good, but she was just heavy. she literally sounded she was like heavy her. in her Erica bag. Like before you even said it, I was like, okay, so you got Erica starting out the album, okay? And he's like, she sounds so much like Erica. I was like, who is this? <laughs> who is this? Um. So yeah. Um. Exposure is my shit. It's just so Exposure is just a very sexy song. Like I really enjoy that song. Um the lay down obviously cuz they got her on it. And that guitar solo you didn't get to hear it all. I didn't, but I, I heard the beginning. I'm sure you're going to listen yeah, multiple times. Uh you got to play it. You got to send it to your boo. Actually, you can't just play it for your boo. You got to send it to your boo. Send me. Send it on. Um send it on. I just really love this album. Like I the only one I don't like on it is um Married Woman. And it's not even so much the subject it is the actual music, like it's the instrumental. It's the the the. It's it's very like 
Halloween creepy horror film vibes that I feel like doesn't mesh well um, with the album. I'm gonna play a little snippet for you so you can hear it. I'm okay. That sounds like some shit up my alley. I mean, you might like it. I've been getting into some spooky shit lately. It's very kind of ghosty vibe, like ghost vibes. Spooky shit. Yeah. I just, I wasn't feeling that one as heavy, but the intro, the actual like (laughs) instrumental on the intro, I love that feel. But that's that like dark trap almost feature. I don't think people give, I I know we're not talking about feature, but I don't think people give feature credit for being. Features music is so dark. Yeah, like it is, and I don't know. Like, I don't know if people really pay attention to that, or we're just used to how dark it is. Continue with that because I'm gonna I'm gonna add something to it. Like, uh, it's like what's the? What, I'm trying to remember the last one that I was like, this shit, is some dark ass fucking shit. It's the one where. I'm seeing the album cover. Let me see. Dirty Sprite? No. It's uh Hendrix? It's after that. It's within the last two. Like, I can't so. kick up because you know <laughs> Future will drop 12 albums in six months. Save me. Yeah, I didn't. That's, that's the album cover. That's none of my business. I didn't pay attention to none but of that. Future Hendrix, The Wizard, and that one. Those were both some really dark albums. How of Life was all his albums are dark. How of Life, High of Life was a good album. It was just very dark. Mm. But I like dark shit. That's why I love Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi is a different kind of dark shit that I can fuck with. Kid Cudi, I mean, uh, Future is just a. Fuckboy version of Kid Cudi. Yeah, yeah, and I was going to say, Kid Cudi is more of a self-aware dark. Yeah, but that's, I can't, but that's also why I can't listen to Kid Cudi and enjoy it anymore. Triggers. Yeah, it triggers a very dark part of my life mm-hmm. where I was in a dark-ass place. Mm-hmm. It's also the same reason I can't listen to 808s and Heartbreak. Ooh, that Jesus. shit takes me, that shit came out my 20th birthday, <laughs> nigga. Yeah. <laughs> But where are we going to at? Um, just speaking of uh, dark music and people not actually realizing that it's dark. So, hey, y'all have been trending a little bit on Twitter. Um, it's a super dark song. Yeah, people were actually just revealing the actual lyrics. And I was like, damn, I didn't even really pay attention myself. Really? Like, mm-mm. I've heard so many, like, the first time I really paid attention to it was, you remember, like, it was these early YouTube days. They still do it. But it was, like, the thing for, like, white dudes with guitars to do covers of rap songs. Yeah. And that was, like, a favorite. hmm And then, like, the lyrics, he's like, yo, this shit's about a breakup. Yeah, I didn't, like, it's so crazy to even, like, see people breaking it down, or not even necessarily breaking it down, but just putting the lyrics out there. It's like, don't don't try to fight the feeling, because the thought alone is killing me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for mom and dad for sticking together. Because we don't Because we know don't know how. how. Like, 
this shit is actually really crazily dark and yeah. it was right there in our faces and it just like it's amazing what you can hide in music that's why the devil before he got kicked out of heaven was over music just it just like, really <laughs> makes me think though like how much of a precedent we take instrumental over lyricism sometimes yeah. in most situations yeah but that yeah it's I'm trying to think of the best way to say it y'all don't want to hear me you just want to dance yeah he's saying like it's it's hidden in plain sight literally but yeah I've seen a couple of like lists where people talk about songs that aren't what you think they are about like they use uh, Phil Collins in the air tonight People think it's about death, like somebody dying, but it's about him catching somebody cheating on him. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, yikes. <laughs> yeah, which is a death in itself. It is. But yeah. Also, my favorite toxic part of Hey Ya is when he said, uh, Don't want to meet your uh, daddy, just want just you want in you my caddy. My caddy. <laughs> Don't want to meet your mama. Just want to make you calmer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's about, uh, what other songs aren't what they are, what they say they're about? I mean, they aren't what they appear they're about. I'm trying to think of recent ones. I keep thinking of Pearl Jam songs, but. There's so many Pearl Jam songs that are about some dark ass shit. Like Jeremy is about a, a suicide. I'm not oh, super shoot. super familiar with Palm Pearl Jam Pearl Jam lyrics. Wow, Sangria got me <laughs> got me buzzing. I'm such a lightweight. It's crazy. Um, what's it? Alive is about surviving. R A P E. Ugh, yeah, no, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's from a male perspective too. Ooh, yeah. No, like where he sadder. was. Yeah. So even yeah, sadder. Yeah, that first uh, that first Pearl Jam album tells a story within a story. It's a great album. Yeah, Pearl Jam is the shit. Um, I'm trying to think other. Me and Stephanie had a discussion about if Heart Shaped Box by Nirvana is about a toxic relationship. I think it totally is. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Um, but yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's hidden in plain sight. It's just like when you go back and you listen to a lot of the gangster rap of like the early 90s, how fucked up that shit is. <laughs> yeah, when that one that one black girl on Twitch on why can't I fucking talk? TikTok was um breaking down the Tupac lyrics to um hit him up. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she was making her face. She was like, <laughs> "Was Tupac okay?" <laughs> right. Um, one of my favorite toxic songs of all time 
is ain't no fun if the homies can't have none, mm. which is a beautiful sounding song until mm. you listen to the lyrics and you're like, fuck. Yeah. As the, as the, as the world rotates and my name gets bigger, how many bitches want to fuck this nigga named Snoop? That, that rape boy. culture was hot. <laughs> it was it super was hot. hot. <laughs> it's in these streets. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Like, what? <laughs> that is some wild shit. <laughs> that is some wild shit. Like, what the fuck? Like who Talk is out here? Man, this is some professional <laughs> and this this <laughs> is in different areas. What the rape culture is all areas. This ain't no homemade. Who is just out here okay with? Ain't no all, fun if the, the homies, homies. When I met you last night, before you opened up your yap. Niggas was fucking wild, bro. And bitches ain't no fun. <laughs> <laughs> and we was right there with the shit. We have nothing. Not even. I don't. I mean, that's the case where you're just like, are people paying attention to what they actually saying? No. Or are they not? Like, are they paying attention and dismissing it, or are they just singing the fucking song because it's catchy and it sounds cute? Like, when I met you last night, baby. Before you open up your gap, I have respect for you, lady. But yeah. now I take it all back. That is such a disgusting way to say it. Before you open up your gap, because you gave me all your pussy and you even licked my balls. Leave your number on the cabinet, and I promise, baby, I'll give you a call. Next time I'm feeling kind of horny, you can come on over and I'll break you off. And if you can't fuck that day, baby, just lay back and open your mouth. <laughs> I have never met a girl that I love in the whole wide world. Is that love? <laughs> he said he's never met a girl that he loves. That's the other Ooh. weird thing. It's also all this like I could never love a woman. Mm. It's like damn, this nigga's going through it. And they were spitting all this shit over some seventy samples of niggas worshiping women. <laughs> <laughs> they spitting all this shit on some Isley Brothers samples of. Ron Isley, like, loving the essence of everything about a woman. And these niggas like, fuck these bitches. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Men just really... Men just really... <laughs> You're not wrong. That's all that I got, because Jesus, breaking down them old-ass lyrics... From the nineties, from the eighties and nineties, even earlier, but especially the eighties and nineties, where they were a little bit more blatant and open with, you know, sexual shit. It's just like that's why. I'm not going back to this topic we talked about two weeks in a row. Okay, but what I'll what I will say is, I can accept that I'm misogynist. That I'm a misogynist in okay. some way. Okay, okay, okay. I say that because. I have listened to all of these lyrics my entire life hmm. and all of this music and I'm trying to unlearn them, but God damn it. I can't do everything. It's it's not good. I, I, I'm trying. It's my whole thing about all of this shit is 
some things I know the level of work is taking for me to do. Mm-hmm. So I know other niggas ain't doing this work. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a ton of other niggas that's on some wild shit. Mm-hmm. So that's why would I be like, most niggas, I'm just basing this on the trash ass niggas I know. And the trash nigga that I am. It's just I think I think a lot of dudes gotta understand too that like being a trash dude is not necessarily a choice. Like it's a lot of this shit that is just learned and it's not your fault. Yeah. And and that's I think that's why a lot of niggas try to fight against it. Like, no, I ain't I ain't one of them, but it's just like, but you are. But you are. And it's not your fault. Same way with us and, and how we internalize misogyny, like it's not our fault, but it's a part of a lot of women's being. Yeah. We're all unlearning stuff that has been programmed in us. If it's religious, if it's uh, gender norms, if it's uh, sexual orientation, all this stuff that's been pressed on us to what we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So we got to give ourselves a little grace, but you just can't sit in your being fucked up this your whole life. That's the other problem. You yeah. gotta be able to address it. Yeah. Just like I said, I can accept that I am still a work in progress. But it's it's wild, man. It Very is much. fucking wild. Very much. And hopefully, if anything has happened during the three years we've done this, <laughs> uh we have showed that we're able to change. On different issues You have to be open though And I know it's some things I've said on here That people have been like Nah Juice is tripping Like on I'm on some simp shit Or some shit (laughs) But I'm tired of niggas Complaining about Quote unquote Simp shit Simp shit does exist though (sighs) Simping is not Being nice to a woman That's where niggas Fuck up Mm. Simping Is where you Not actually being nice To somebody You're just trying to get their approval mm-hmm. so you can do whatever the fuck you want to do mm-hmm. that is simping being a considerate person <laughs> or a fully realized man with emotions and feelings is not a simp it just be so many ways for niggas to just shit on other niggas for being a little bit more vulnerable and transparent yeah and I just Imagine how it feels to be that nigga. <laughs> it makes you second guess your masculinity until you realize these niggas don't know what the fuck they talk about. Yeah. I'm, I just, I really want for niggas to be way more accepting of men who are okay with expressing themselves. I think. Tr- <sighs> I think a lot of men are. I just think the minority that aren't are very loud and annoying and get on Twitter and say stupid shit. And you think that this shit's how, like, it looks like that's how all men think. Mm-hmm. No, it's just like these hood rats out here saying all this ratchet ass shit on Twitter. Like, that's not how women think. Not all women, some women. Not all. Social media is the devil. It really is. Like it very much so is. 
for everyone, for good and bad people, no matter what your intentions are, social media can really just ruin some shit for you. Yep. Make you hate a whole group of people. And I just, I'm not going to hate women. Y'all do some annoying ass shit, though. I will say that. Please don't hate women. (laughs) Women do some annoying ass shit, but they also do dope shit, too. Women do annoy the fuck out of me, too. But that's the thing, though. (laughs) That's that's my issue. I'll be going in on niggas on here. Sometimes I be feel like you be holding back because... I mean... You mean holding back on like going in on women? Yeah. The way like I'll be going in on fucking niggas. I think that's that's just an an internal that's a natural bias. Um for me or for you? <laughs> for me. <laughs> I, we're both out here trying to protect our kind. <laughs> our, and our, our people. We both have very specific experiences because we are men and women. So I mean, there's some things that I can say about women that you can completely disagree with and not be able to see or understand because you're just not on this side of life. And it's the same thing for me. So there, you know, there are some cases where we're going to butt heads that way, but it's definitely some shit out here that. um, That's true. And I, I respect that definitely because I don't know what it's like to be a woman. But I do think that a lot of, not a lot of women, I think some women will make it seem like they can tell you what it's like to be a man. Mm. And that's kind of like, eh, I don't know if you can just tell, like, you can't just tell me what niggas like when I am niggas. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm still, like, also all this stuff is, we all have different masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. We're not all. Just one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. And, but also, this should have us thinking that we're fucking teams. And it is teams. But also, that's that stuff that's programmed in us when we're kids. Yeah. And then they expect us to have healthy relationships with each other. <laughs> <laughs> After keeping us split our whole entire life. I mean, but that's also because it's a very thin line, though, in... You know, being on one side of things and calling other people out on their bullshit and and also um, not trying to come off as somebody that's fucking simping. Like, you try to call men out on their bullshit, it looks like you just trying to pander to women. Same thing for women. You try to call other women out on bullshit, it looks like some pick me shit or some, you know, misogynoir shit. You know, like... But it's just like that one conversation we had where I can't remember what we were talking about. And you were like, I just feel like only women should critique other women. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I, I got what you were saying, but I was like, at the end of the day, we got to be able to critique each other and be like, oh, my nigga, you tripping. Yeah. I said that. Damn. Yeah. See, this is <laughs> what happens when you record 158 episodes. Right. You'd be forgetting. But like, I don't know. It's just something I've really, I've noticed. I have this thing to where, like with Twitter or for all these conversations where people are trying to have these intellectual conversations and not having the capacity to actually have them. I 
have an issue with people who want, let me think, people who get stuck on how the world should be versus the world that is Mm. and can't find a balance within that. Like the super far leftist people that be like, I think that (laughs) we all should have this, 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 and this. And until we get this, we're not free. And mm-hmm. it's like, yo, bro, that perfectionist fallacy right. shit gonna fuck your life first, up. First of all, yeah, that goalpost is gonna get moved all the time. Every right. time it's brought up. Like we ain't never gonna be free on some shit like that. There's no such thing as getting that in order to set us free. So like it has to be a balance. And I think people find I all right, I'm not gonna say people. I in the past have found that issue hard for me. Be like the world should be like this, 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 and this, but it's not. We can strive to get to a point to where the world should reflect some of our shared values, but some things ain't gonna change. Mm-hmm. Misogyny, patriarchy, uh, racism, and all these other isms have made it to where. Certain things ain't going to move at the rate that they should move. And we have to understand that, especially as progressives, which I identify as a progressive. Progression doesn't have to be instantaneous. And our generation thinks things have to be instant or it's not going to happen. What? Um. I don't know. My fucking Twitter just glitched. I was trying to go through my bookmarks. Um, But yeah. Keep going. My bad. But yeah. It's just... I feel like uh, everybody gets caught up in the... The lyrical, miracle, spiritual. (laughs) Instead of the real what's in front of you. That's also my my, uh, critique against people. That was one of my critiques with religion. People that were so into the spiritual and not paying attention to the world in front of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could definitely. I mean, yeah, it, it jades you. <laughs> like our ideals can be something we work towards, but they don't have to be as rigid as we make them. Like every everybody who's unlearning. Being a sexist, which, like I said about white people have to unlearn racism in this society, the way it's set up. Mm-hmm. Men have to learn and unlearn. I mean, have to unlearn the things that were taught to us mm-hmm. as men. And it's only up to men to do that. That's it. And that's the part of it that. But that's what makes it hard because there's so many men who are just holding on to just trying to be right. <laughs> that's that's what makes it hard for all of this shit. Yeah. And, you know, whatever that is something that needs to be addressed and, and fixed and situated is there's too many people on either sides that are just fighting to be right. Like, that's literally the problem. But the other thing is they're not even fighting to be right. They're just fighting to get their point heard, even no matter how fucking stupid it is. 
I guess one thing, like, the, the thing that bothers me is the, the art of debate is actually dead. People don't debate issues. People just want to get their talking points across and try to get the audience to buy their books on whatever talking points they make. Hmm. It's never actual things that you're debating or you're trying to solve problems. You're just trying to score points. Mm-hmm. That's why I ain't debating niggas. It's certain. I ain't. Mm. That's what I'm saying. You have to be open to change. Like debating only worked because people were open to listening to the other side and hearing new perspectives on things. And then also it was a. There's an art to having to defend your point based on fact and logic that is lost now. And that's, I don't, that's why when we were setting up this podcast, I was like, man, I don't want to just argue every fucking week. That's why the last couple of weeks when we have disagreed on certain shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I already know that's tech sound. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Oh, I just blacked out. Somebody is being summoned. Somebody had a that's so raven moment. Nigga, what? (laughs) Eyes dilated like shit. wonder what am I going to play for my kids yeah it's very interesting thought to have like is what's going to be the jams like I I feel like it would be weird if I'm playing this shit from like the 80s yeah with my kids they at least got to get these college bops I wonder that all the time I'm like is it going to be Bodak Yellow like (laughs) little bitch you could fuck with me if you wanted to I, I used to joke with Keith that I would be like just playing Illmatic for my kids and be like straight out the fucking dungeons of rap I'm fake definitely don't come back. <laughs> gonna play the classics like Adele you gotta have Adele for the ballads what are the classics of our era Adele. what is our mom and dad playlist Adele Beyonce of Adele course. for the ballads Beyonce obviously for the you know the pop the hits um and I feel like our era has to be like, oh, we're going to go 06 through about. 12? We could, we could do 06 to summer 16. Ranges deeper? Okay. Summer 16 is like a classic year. Yeah. That's one of the late, last great it's summers. Drake. This is Drake's fault. It's Drake. And then that was like the last year we had Obama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, transitional so it was it was a different vibe it damn was, from 06 to 16 so we got a whole decade yeah that's our decade okay so Kanye of course got the early part of the decade Kanye is in there like swimwear like booty hair <laughs> Kanye is the backbone of this playlist that, um, cause that whole Kanye era that's Graduation through. Well, that's late. That's late registration. That is a really vast transition. That's like intro to to blow up pop star. Yeah, we saw with Kanye, and then the also the ascension of Drake at the same time as Lil Wayne. 
Oh yeah, because that's that's almost peak Wayne. It's peak Wayne. It's peak Wayne for sure. Early Nikki. Oh man, I miss <laughs> early Nikki. You got. Uh, I want Nikki to come back. You got Drake becoming Drake. You got the rise of Kendrick, J. Cole, uh, Big Sean. Which is some Big Sean slander the other day on Twitter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, um. <laughs> who else? Uh, uh, Kendrick. On, yeah. On R&B side, who we got? <laughs> R&B side from 06 to 16? That's a... That's a oh, we got Thugger also, too. You got Thug. Yeah, coming. for sure. Um, Chris Brown still held it down. Yeah. We, you can't, I mean, you really can't deny it. That nigga was dropping music. People were buying it. People were eating it up. Yeah, but... I, it even... I mean, it's going to sound like a wild thing. It's not even just the Rihanna thing. It's just... It's... How many... Uh, Can't use that. Can't use that. Why? It's too much. It's way too much. No, you gotta use. <laughs> okay, but all right, Chris Brown. How many? Uh, all right. How many? I'm trying to. How many actual songs? The Fame album was a hit, and that was what 2008, Eight? 2009. Which then there was, was the um, then there was um, what was the one after the Fame album? What's the the project he had with Tiger where it had Deuces? Deuces is that not Fame? Uh uh-uh. uh it was I think before Fame. All the bullshits of the birds. You ain't in the chat. You know what it is. I hate Chris Brown's voice. Do you? Yes. It's, is it the lisp, or is it his actual voice, like his his tone quality? It's his tone. He does. He's. It's not his. I feel like he's still doing that Michael Jackson <laughs> shit. It's not his booty. It's his boot. It's his beauty. No, I feel like he's like he did that Michael Jackson voice shit, where he didn't allow his voice to mature. Mm. Yeah. So it seems forced. I can kind of see that. Okay, yeah. Well, Deuces is on the Fame thing, but it That's came out. Or it came out. It was the single. It was the hit. No, it came out before that too. Okay. That's when. That's when people were doing the mixtape shit. Mm-hmm. So I think Deuces had originally came out the year before, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, are we still focusing on R and B? From 06 to 16. Oh, it was from... Ooh, I'm sorry, Spit. Fan of a fan. Fan of a fan. That was it. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Fan of a fan. So that was 2010. And then Fame came out 2011. Yeah. Okay. Who else was R&B in o- from 06 to 16? It had that quick run of a... Keisha Cole. Yeah. I know you don't like this person, but Neo. Yeah. <laughs> oh we that was the end of alicia keys's reign also was it 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, she's because by the time she got to this girl's on fire, this girl was not on fire. Nah, I did not like that shit. Um, who else was the R and B girl from '06 to '16? Like hardcore, like R and B to the core. That is a good question. Who was it? Everybody thought it was going to be Carrie Hilson and that didn't happen. Kelly had a couple hits. Jasmine Sullivan came out. Jasmine. It was Jasmine. It was Jasmine. Because who else? 06 to 16. Who else? R&B. It's kind of perfect timing a little. Uh, got Janae. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing about this. It's gonna be a whole lot of. <sighs> this was this was not R and best time, because then you also have the you got Miguel. You also have uh, T Pain. Yeah, is T Pain R and B or is he rap? Both of them. True. That's the other part of it. Like it was the both of them era where hell, Chris Brown was just as was doing just as much rapping as he was singing. So was Wale. Wale is a rap singer. As much as we don't really acknowledge it, it's his melodies. Yeah. He's melodic. Yeah. Which I, I love Wale. So is Drake. Yeah. I mean Could you put Drake and Wale in the same style of rap even though Drake has a little bit more Wale is more of a poet than Drake but yeah they're definitely the same thing I love Wale also I do too Wale's one of my favorite rappers like his mixtape stuff are some of my favorite mixtapes and I feel like Wale is underrated he's so underrated but I think it's also because he catered a lot of his music to women and I turned off a lot of niggas that didn't realize that this nigga could spit his ass off. Yeah. What is it about men being turned off from music that is not necessarily for women, but... I think those are only the people that don't love music for music. People that love music for music love women. Like, I just really feel like catered men, albums. men don't fuck with as many female artists in the way that women fuck with male artists. Definitely. It's just so crazy to me. But is it? Yeah. No, no, I'm saying like, I, it is, but I'm saying, is it crazy to think that this type of world that men wouldn't listen to women talk about niggas fucking up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind because I ain't them niggas. <laughs> but no. Nah. Yeah, it's. I mean, Wale gets kind of the LL Cool J treatment. He made music for women, and yeah, except for I never would think Wale was lame. No, LL Cool J, he just LL Cool J is also one of the greatest rappers of all time, and people sleep on that. Damn. Okay, since we're talking about fucking '06 to '16. J-Lo was hot in these streets. Was she? Yeah, she was. She was. I, I was I've never been J-Lo. J-Lo had bops. 
What? The what? girls were. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you up here? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. J Lo had the box. To she had um. She had what you call I'm real with Ja Rule. That was oh one. She had get right. That was like oh three. She had damn. There wasn't no six. six Hell no. That's I was like, what she had no six shit. That's when she was on her uh the Benefer shit when she was trying to be uh Miss Hollywood with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ooh, sheesh, my decades are getting We old out here. Blurt. Oh six was fifteen years ago, bro. That was summer for our senior year. Summer of 06. Are we really coming up on our 20th ever? 14th high school anniversary this year? Yeah. Oh, we just had our 10th year. <laughs> what, what is going on? We just had our 10 year. In two years, we would have been... It would have been 20 years since we were in ninth grade. We old, bro. Four years have gone by since our 10... That was before we even started the podcast. That was before my brother's wedding. I am shook. That feels like two years ago. It does. Max. Four years ago. I'm trying to think who R&B niggas we forgetting. That was not a good time in R&B though. R&B, R&B, R&B. I mean, are we naming groups or are we just talking solo? Anybody at this point. <laughs> it ain't no fucking groups back then, was it? I was going to say like 112 and then, but that was way older also. Are you that old person that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty Ricky was like 06. 112, Jagged Edge. That was definitely 0102. We were middle school, bro. Yeah, we were. <laughs> that was 20 years ago. 01 was 20 fucking years ago. Ugh. Gross. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.